welcome to the Live Uncommon podcast with me, Teresa Lim. I believe in the power of the human spirit and the fascinating stories it tells. Every week, join me as we pay tribute to extraordinary real-life stories of hope, faith, courage, and breakthroughs. May they be a shining beacon of inspiration and a reminder that we are not alone. I hope you find great value in this episode. You ready? Let's go. Oh my God, Naomi, finally, I can ask you so many questions. <laughs> I can't wait to hear your questions. Oh my God, how have you been? It's my first question. Yeah, so I've been really good. I've been now in Germany for the past three weeks. I'm currently at my dad's place and I'll be leaving Europe uh, way sooner than I thought. I thought I was going to live here for a couple more months, but actually um, I have a spontaneous trip booked for two days. In two days, I'll be flying off away from Europe. Oh my God. Okay, so everyone who's listening to this podcast, right? <laughs> this is all completely new to me. Naomi and I haven't spoken properly since the 8th of August when she left Singapore to go to Munich. And the only time that we've ever spoken is over through like text messages and like Instagram DMs. So everything that you're going to hear in this podcast right now, it's completely new to me. It's going to be raw. It's going to be unfiltered. It's going to be authentic. So Naomi, I love it. where are you going? <laughs> I'm like shocked. I feel like I need to hold on to something. <laughs> It was an extremely, extremely spontaneous decision and I have decided to fly to Brazil to live with an indigenous tribe in the Amazon jungle for a couple months. Oh my god, stop! Wait, so you <laughs> Wait, I am having a cardiac arrest right now. Wait, hang on a minute. So you're going to fly in two days time from Munich to Brazil and you're going to live with an indigenous tribe? And you're going to be meeting yeah. up with Marshall, right? Your partner. Yeah. <gasps> oh my God. Yeah. Oh my God. Oh my God. So this is why you wanted to do the podcast recording today because you won't have any internet access. Yeah. So the thing is like in the tribe, there won't be any internet. I will be learning how to thrive on basically nothing. So there's not even... Um, a currency there like there's no money there the people there are in complete abundance with their environment and are um, self-reliant and uh, yeah so this is the experience that I never thought I would be doing this soon but I knew it was always part of my journey so that's why when it so happened to be aligned with my time right now I was like okay you know what I could either go to Amsterdam, Berlin, Sweden, see the people I want to see, do the retreat with my mentor in Sweden or I could actually go to the jungle and experience that and everything in Europe would still always be there. So I can still always experience that. But in the jungle, it so happened that right now it was so aligned with the timing and with Mar being there. And he's a filmmaker for everyone that does not know. So we'll be documenting our, our findings, our experiences over there. I'm just so excited. And if you would have told me on 8th of August, the day I left Singapore, that I would have made this decision and would have gone this soon, I wouldn't have actually thought that would be possible. And here it is. It's happening. I am... Wow, I don't even have the words for it. Okay, first of all, I am so happy that you and Marshall are going to be reunited. I think it's about time. And I love that you both are going to be together. 
But secondly, I love how free flow you're actually living your life at the moment. I think, you know, like Naomi, you told me about two months ago when you said, you know, I have booked my one-way ticket from Singapore to Munich. Uh, I was very heartbroken because obviously being, you know, like you being a really good friend of mine, being me being quite selfish as well, going, oh no, I'm going to lose a really good friend. But aside from that, I remember you saying that you're ready now to embark on your journey in becoming a digital nomad. And I love that. I love the fact that you could just take off at any point in time, feel how you feel at that present moment and make decisions based on that, you know? And I feel like you going to Brazil is going to be like chapter 27 in your life. This like amazing <laughs> book that you're writing. I cannot wait to hear what happens in Brazil. Obviously, when you come back, because you've got no internet connection. And I just love that spirit of adventure, that spirit of surrender, and that spirit of just being in the moment. And I love it. And I love also that because you pursue really beautiful things, you know, caring about Mother Nature, caring about people, caring about people's culture, being very respectful for that. And I think it's just going to be absolutely phenomenal. I am so, so freaking excited for you. Oh my God. I can actually record my expression right now. I will need to speak yeah. words because I am so, so happy for you. Wow, thank you so much. And the thing is, I haven't really told many people in Singapore yet, just because I made the decision a couple days ago. Today, just a couple minutes ago or earlier, I got my digital nomad insurance. So yes, there's such a thing, which covers like nomad insurance. It's a, a traveler's nomad sort of insurance where it's like subs subscription based and it covers whichever country you're at. And it's super cool that this exists because otherwise I would always have to book insurance. And I've really learned over the past year to surrender, to let go and to just go with the flow of where life could possibly take me whilst following my passion, whilst following what I love to do, um, always being open to learning different cultures, different aspects and perspectives of life and experiencing um, different realms of reality. And that's exactly why I'm so called to live with a tribe in the first place, because I want to know what that community life is like. Some people might think, look, Naomi, you're a little bit crazy. Like, for example, my parents, <laughs> my dad can poss possibly hear me right now. But I mean, I don't, I don't like um, think they're wrong in any way. Yes, it is quite out there to, to make such a decision to go to the jungle and have literally nothing. Like, I, all I have is my backpack, and that's, like, the stuff that I'll be having for the next couple weeks slash months. So it is crazy to a lot of people, but the thing is, crazy is something that is unknown to them, and maybe it's not the path for everybody, but for me, I, I want to experience the different realms of reality and how communities live amongst each other with no fights, just peace. And it's a supportive network of community because they're self-reliant, self-sustaining. They have to communicate to each other and support each other in the jungle. So um, that is something I want to experience. And I feel like there are a lot of fundamental and, and like the foundational values that we can actually apply in our modern society as we know today, just because there are so many problems mentally that we create in our mind. But yet here in the jungle, they have nothing and they're so abundant and so happy. And 
man, there's so much I could tell you, but I'm just really like, I, I haven't experienced it yet. So right now I'm just really open to knowing that it's going to be very much something I've never experienced before. Mm, absolutely. And I think, you know, just back to your point about that, that mindset and that heart set that they have as well, because at the end of the day, like it is impossible to want and to miss anything that you don't know. These people living as a tribe in a community, obviously there is this mindset of being quite protective, being quite tri-tribal and they, you know, they hunt for food. You know, the men probably go out to hunt. I don't know, like maybe the women go hunt as well. I don't know, but you're going to discover that and you're going to let me know, right? But I think, you know, I think completely devoid from social media, completely devoid from news agents about what's happening in the world. And it's not like, they are completely cut off. In fact, I think they are more connected with themselves, more connected with each other, more connected with the world than me and you, for example, because we have given our power away to the news agents and the news outlets to what's happening around us. And we, you know, we, we, we dip our fingers into so many different pies that we forget that actually we are all one and we forget that we're so much more connected than we actually are. And I think, you know, you and Marshall being in that environment where you're really going back to the basics, you know, you're stripping away. Like you said, you've got one backpack and obviously your microphone and your laptop. <laughs> very true. <laughs> Which very is important. actually quite a risk. <laughs> yes. I'm not sure how you're going to charge your um, laptop, but I guess that will take care of itself. Uh, there's such thing as a solar charger, so it uses solar panels and recharges oh. through the sun. And you can just plug in your cables your for your MacBook, for your phone. The thing is, I won't have any connection, so I won't really be on my phone much, but I will be charging my camera where I will be doing uh, videos and pictures. And, and I mean, I, I will need my external hard, hard drive to also save it here and there. So Marshall bought a solar charger and I'm really excited to even try that. I never th knew something like that even existed. No, I didn't know either. I mean, I've heard of solar powered like panels, it's like the big ones, the big ass ones, but not something that you can just buy off, I don't know, eBay or Amazon. And can you imagine like it's literally a one-time transaction and then you can save your electric, like your, your bills at home just because it just charges up on the sunlight. And I mean, in Singapore, it's summer all year long. So yeah. that could actually save a lot of money. And I think that goes back to that point that you always talk about, and which I kind of like briefly mentioned as well, about how we are so disconnected as a society that we forget that actually we are one with nature. And if we can go back to that, you know, like what you said, right? The sun would power the solar panel battery thing. And there's so many things that Mother Nature actually offers us. And we're so blind to all that because all we're chasing is fast, 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 you know, advancements, technology. And there's nothing wrong in that. I mean, the fact that we have technology means that me and you being so many thousands of miles apart, we can still see each other over a video conference call and do this recording. But, you know, at the end of the day, what are we sacrificing as a result of that? You know, I think that human connection, that connection with the earth, connection with nature, I feel is harshly compromised, you know? Yeah, and I think, I think the biggest thing that I'll be learning there, apart from family and community, is to take living in the present moment to the next level. And what I just found out uh, two days ago when I was at my friend's place near to Munich, 
um, they were researching. They were like, oh my God, you're going to live with a tribe. What are they called? And let's go research a little. And I'm like, that's a good idea. <laughs> let's do that. So um, the tribe is called Piraha and they are in the Amazon jungle near to Porto Velo. But uh, I don't know if I'm new to Brazil as well. So from Porto Velo, I'll be taking a boat and this tribe called Piraha, um, they have their own language and they don't even speak Portuguese. And in Brazil, you usually speak Portuguese, but you don't speak it there. And they have their own language where there is no language for time. The way that they speak is always in the present moment because they don't have the language capacity or like the language itself doesn't have a past tense and a future tense. It only has the present tense. The whole language. What? So, okay, so if I were, so I can't ask the question, how was your day? No, you can only oh. ask, how are you feeling now? Because to them, the past doesn't matter anymore because it happened. The that future so doesn't matter as well. Oh, wow. <laughs> I am like, oh, wow. Okay, that's really interesting. So I can't ask, how was your day? I can't ask, how was your trip? I mean, I, I can but I won't get an answer. <laughs> but what if I want to ask something about, like, what is something really amazing happened to me today on the road back home? And I want to share it with someone and I have to speak in the past tense. How do I articulate that? You don't. Because the thing oh. is, they are always living with the people they love and the experience or experiences are always made together that they don't need to share the experience again. And there's no point talking about the past because to them, only the present is like, that is life to them. That is the existence of humanity to them. To them, being a human means living in the now. And it, it goes so far and stretches out to the fact that their language doesn't even have a past tense and the future tense. And also, they don't have the language for counting. So you either have one fish or many there's no, there's nothing in between. This is like the cutest language in the world. Yeah. This is very interesting because, you know, like imagine if you and I were to live there together and you were to ask me, hey, Teresa, how are you feeling now? Right? Yeah. I would say, I feel sad. And then you can't ask why, because obviously something happened before I said, I feel sad. And before you ask that question, and I can't talk about it. Well, the thing is, like, that's, that's the thing. Well, fascinating. Yeah, yeah, me too. I'm so fascinated because I didn't even know until I found out like two days ago. There's a documentary on, uh, on YouTube and they're actually called the happiest group, the happiest tribe in the world for a reason. Oh. So the Piraha are the happiest people in the world. And if you think about it, there's no reason to be sad because you're always around the people you love. You're always doing what you need to be doing in that moment, whether it's relaxing, whether it's um, catching fish, whether it's building up your hut again. So there's always like, you, you are so present and everyone around you is always just so present that I wouldn't even need to ask you, why are you sad? Because I would just know and be there with you right now because I can feel everything because I'm so present and so are you and it's just it's taking life to the next level like I never thought this was even um I never knew this existed you know and it was only until two days before and then Marshall told he did actually most of the research so I'm just joining the trip 
and uh, it's crazy. He was there for four days and then God um, left because he told me, he wanted to tell me through Wi-Fi connection that it was the most incredible and beautiful experience he's had in his entire life. And it doesn't make sense to experience it alone just because for them, community is number one and being with the people you love. And it's like the biggest paradox that he's there alone. So he wanted to text me and be like, and tell me how his experiences were till now. And I immediately knew, okay, you know what? I would feel the same way. And I know living with a tribe is part of my journey. I know it. Like I just have a feeling about certain things. And then I realized there's no better time to go than now and to be with the person that I also love and um, experience that together over there. Just going back to the roots, as you said, and being so present that there just is no sadness. And if there's a difficulty, you fix it and you go through it together. And every challenge is something you never do on your own. You do it together. And it's really, it, it takes it to the next level because we don't even, we've forgotten this in our society. So often we think we're alone and we think we have to go through things alone. We think we're, we're the only ones experiencing this feeling. Um, we just shut ourselves out and limit ourselves and forget that everyone here is human too. And that we can connect not just with humans, but also with nature and animals and everything. So yeah, I'm really excited. I am so, so happy for you. I think this has come at the perfect time for you as well. You know, and I feel like you made that huge decision. Um, I don't think it was an overnight decision. I think it was a very calculated decision as well to leave Singapore and to head back to Munich to be with your father and to see your grandparents and friends and then kind of go, okay, you know, this is like my decision to go back and then I'll see what happens and I'm just going to go with the flow. And I feel like the moment you took that first step, this other door could open for you. Exactly. Because if you did not take that first step, you can forget about that door. All, you, all you'll be doing is just wishing, oh yeah, you know, Marshall is now in Brazil. You know, I mean, you could be set in Singapore right now thinking the, the exact same thing. Going like, yeah, you know, Marshall's in Brazil having the best time. And he could be texting you going, oh my God, I want to share this moment with you. Will you come? And you're like, mm, I don't know. You know, I don't want to go. It's too far away. That reminds me of one of my favorite quotes that I actually wrote at the very first page of my journal for this year. And every time I finish a journal where I write down all my thoughts and document everything I'm experiencing and express, um, I have a quote that sets the energy, the intention of my entire journal. So for my journal this year, the one that I started at the very beginning, it was follow your bliss and the universe will open doors where there were only walls. I love it. By Joseph Campbell. And it's exactly what you just said. It's like one door opens after you make the first decision and you, you, you might've thought there were only walls, but that's because you're looking at the walls and you're not actually seeing it as a door and are going through it on your own. And then all the walls turn into doors after. Yes. You just got to believe in it and follow what you're passionate about. So it's exactly that. Yep, it's exactly that. And it's faith as well. You know, like it's, it's real conviction like it's real conviction and faith that I'm going to take this first step and whatever doctrine you believe in, whether it's the universe, God, or a higher power, doesn't really matter what you believe in. But I mean, for me, I believe in God. So I won't use the word God. You know, you take that first step and God will provide. Because if, if yeah. the divine and if God were to tell you the entire plan that he, she, it 
has for you, it will blow your mind. And you might not even take the first step because you're going to go, wait, hang on a minute, I'm going to do what? I'm going to live with a tribe? Like if you knew this five years ago, Naomi, you'd be like, uh-uh, no way. Or you'd be like, oh yeah, maybe, but I don't know how to get there. But it's not about how you're going to get there. Like leave the creativity, like leave that surprise, the element of excitement and surprise to the higher power, to God, right? Your job is just to answer when the door opens. Your job is just to put one foot forward and to walk through the door. Obviously, walking through the door that is right for you. You don't just walk in through a random door, right? But walking through the door yeah. that you have prayed for, that you have asked for, and that you know in, your, in like the deepest of your heart and your gut that this is the right door. This is the first door I'm going to walk through. And then let's see what happens. Yeah, it's very interesting. Well, like, well done. Well done. I'm so excited. Thank you so much. This is going to be such an inspiration for people as well. Like, you know, for anyone who's listening in, like, even me, like just listening to this, it's just a beautiful reminder that all it really takes is courage. You know, and people say, yeah, it's easy to say that you have courage, but you have courage. Like, it's not something that you need to get. Like, you have courage within you. You just need to activate it. Yeah, and, and I think the real problem here is that most people just really limit themselves and like they limit themselves to such an extent that they believe they can't do it. But who says you can't do it? Yes, maybe the people around you, but they're not living your life. That's right. And for me, it was a, an accumulation, as you said, one step after another, one step after another. During quarantine, for example, in Singapore, all I was doing was watching documentaries like on Netflix. There's an amazing one called Courage Over Fear by mm -hmm. Brene Brown. It's mm -hmm. incredible. I, I get goosebumps just thinking about it. And there are many tools to remind you of your capability for you to um, remember that, you know what, you're capable of anything you want to do. And whether, whether there's a, an obstacle that could be financially or it could be situational or whatever it is, there is still always a way. And you could be maybe working for a couple months, saving up exactly for that, being so intentional with what your vision is and the long-term outcome of what your dream is of the path that you want to walk. Mm. It, it will work and it will happen. And the thing is, nobody else can do it for you, though. And this is, there are so many lessons that I've learned this year that were preparing me for the peak. And I believe that this is just one mountain peak of many more. But I, as you said, I wouldn't have been ready if I didn't take all the steps before. Like, for example, doing the 5 a.m. club course on Mind Valley or reading the right books and listening to podcasts, just being around constantly around the energies of people that have done those steps in their life been courageous enough to yeah. believe in themselves and just just do it and and especially i have to say marshall and even you really huge inspirations in my life just people that really believe in themselves and can work their way up from nothing and that is exactly what i'm doing right now i'm going back to nothing to remember and from there it's infinite like there's there's everything laid out there and man, I'm, it's, it's just incredible what the possibilities of life are when you just know that you're capable of doing whatever you are passionate about to also contribute and help and share that love and light with so many people around as well. I agree. And I've forgotten. That is so amazing. I'm just going to step in here and say that I feel 
you can reframe what you said about you going back to nothing. In fact, I think you're going back to everything that is and that was and that will be. Because what you're doing is really stripping away what society deems as successful, what society deems as acceptable, and not living by those rules, but you're really going back to everything, like everything that is. Because I honestly don't think that you're going back to nothing. Because what you're going to step into the moment you enter that plane and you land in Brazil and you meet Marshall and have the beautiful re reunion and you go live in this community, like that is everything. Like everything. I honestly don't think you're going to nothing. Nothing you know what? is you just living a life because someone said, Naomi, you need to go to university. Naomi, you need to buy a house when you're, I don't know, 25, whatever, you have babies by the time you're 29. That is nothing because you will wake up in the middle of the night, you will stare at the wall and you go, what am I doing? Like whose life am I leading? That's nothingness, that's emptiness. So I honestly, I, I don't agree that you're going into nothing. I think you're going back into being yourself and remembering who you are and that's everything. Well, exactly. And that's why I love that you actually mentioned this because it's it always, especially in Taoism, I read the book Tao Te Ching, um, mm -hmm. and it's absolutely interesting how all the things that we perceive are often very closely connotated to the exact opposite. So it's exactly like you said, like us thinking right now that we have everything, everything in our materialistic world all the ideas we have of societal constructs yeah. and doing all the things we want to do according to the timelines that are given to us, everything in that sense actually being nothing because yeah. you haven't made a single decision for yourself. Right. That's so right. it's exactly like you said, like it's, it's very in, in Taoism, at least um, paradoxes are mm -hmm. the most prominent thing that I actually um, uh, observed whilst reading the book and I was really surprised it's like everything and nothing that being like so closely linked that we actually swap the two and yin and yang balance there's always balance so it's very 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 interesting because it's like a it's like a twist it's a mind shift it's a twist twist of perspective and that's why I, I think you're completely right and I love that you actually mentioned that because you're that's exactly what it is I'm going back to stripping away everything, going back to the core, which is everything. It is oneness. Yeah. yeah. You're going to go back and remember that you're going back to remembering who you really, really are. Because your identity is not in your bank account, not in the car that you drive, it's not the awards that you won in the past, you know, it's not the school that you went to, the friends that you have, like, your identity is not rooted in that and you know like for me just personally me as a christian like my identity is in my religion my identity is in god and you know you could say that in yoga terms right like you know your identity is with like the higher power and the inner self the inner guru like again pick and choose whatever your, your doctrine is and your belief in but it's exactly that you know because the moment you attach yourself to material things the things of the earth, things of creation, it's not going to last. It's temporal because you are dependent on that. You know, your, your self-esteem is conditional on someone else not leaving the relationship. It's conditional on your car not being smashed up. 
is conditional on the stock market not crashing tomorrow. And that's so much power that's given away to everything that's around you that what remains inside is just nothing. You know, so take the power back. It's easier said than done, obviously. You, you really have to be so open from within and ready, even though you might never be ready. You, you will just have to, at some point, be okay with letting your entire being crack open for the light to come through and meaning and and cracking open as in letting go of everything you ever thought was real that was your reality that was the way you were brought up where you then realize oh my gosh like the, the only reality i've been living in one reality there are many out there and then you create your own you create it because there's just, oh, it's, it's incredible. And also what reminds me is actually the documentary about the tribe that I'm going to. It's called the Piraha tribe. Um, the Can first you, time yeah, someone... How do you spell the name of this tribe? Like, how, how do you spell um, it? P-I-R-A-H-A. And the first person that ever created a documentary about this tribe was actually a missionary from the Christian church. Oh, wow. And so... Oh, my God. And tried to convince them that Christianity is what could help them. He went there trying to sort of introduce them to Christianity to allow them to, you know, maybe possibly become Christians themselves. The thing is, when he held conversations with them, it's so interesting because what happened was they were so confused. Do you know Jesus? He's like, no. And they're like, does your dad know Jesus? <laughs> it's like, no. <laughs> and they're like, oh my God. does your grandpa know Jesus? Oh my God. <laughs> no. no. And then they ask, and they ask, um, so if you don't know Jesus, then why are you trying to convince us to believe in a man you haven't even met yet? <laughs> and then what happened was he then realized, like, wait a second. I'm here trying to convert them, never ask myself. And the converting in the sense is just finding your inner truth. Your inner truth is always, it's always there. So for them, their inner truth is just pure presence where the eternal exists in that very moment. And they don't believe in something that existed thousands and thousands and thousands of years ago, possibly. And that being their, their ultimate truth, just because for them, all that exists ever is the now, the infinite potential of now. And that's why they technically know everything and know nothing at the same time. Just because it's just so inner insidely connected and guided by love that that's all that matters. It's the highest values. It's everything that Christianity and all religions are sharing. It's just all of that embodied. And that's crazy. Like, I thought it was so interesting how um, that was how the, the story of the documentary, you know, like that's how it existed. I can't wait for you to watch it. It's so okay. interesting. I just want to hear them ask, do you know Jesus? Does your father know Jesus? Yeah, they're so confused. They're like, and then that look as well like, wait, hang on a minute. So you don't know Jesus. They don't know Jesus either. And you're trying to convert me to believe in this person. I mean, I believe in Jesus, but I just think the way that they were asking those questions, like it just goes to show their psyche. It just goes, like I, I think them asking those questions 
is a really huge insight into the culture, into the mindset, and into what they really believe in. Because you can really tell a person or a group of people what their tribal mentality is by the kind of questions that they ask. Oh, you know? for sure. It's so for sure. That's really I mean, even their language, you know, even everything in the world is created through language. That's how we perceive realities. And their language does not include time and yeah. counting numbers. Right. It does all not exist in their language. So how yeah. interesting is that? Just comparing that to seeing our reality and we count and perceive a lot of things and like all sorts of like past tenses and future timelines and all that and that's totally okay but it's also interesting experiencing something totally different and then just noticing how important language and the people are around you constantly that actually shapes your possible definition of happiness Mm. and love and your realities like I'm just gonna experience it but I would like if there's anything else you want to know feel free to shoot it out oh my god I I have like a million questions and I think (laughs) it's not gonna like this podcast episode is not gonna accommodate any of that so I think what I will do is I will wait for you to emerge out of the jungle (laughs) and do your editing of your video and I cannot wait like jump onto a call with you like when you come out of that jungle and I'm so excited because I feel like you are now because of the decision that you made right to open that first door I feel like now you're going to be opening yourself up to experiencing other realities right to experiencing how other people live people who are so different from you you know people who don't speak your language people who don't have a concept of time like you said right don't have a concept of the fact that you are doing this shows that you have the capacity to be very flexible and very open to understanding and living that kind of life i'm still learning you know no yeah yeah, right and you know that you could offer this to someone who is close-minded and there's nothing wrong with being close-minded i'm not like banging anyone here but like you know you could offer this to someone who's a bit close-minded a bit conservative and they'll go no, nah, this is a crock of shit. Like, I don't want to be associated with it. And that's okay. But, you know, they miss out on the chance of actually understanding and experiencing something completely different from what they know. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And just to everyone that, you know, is tuning in right now, you don't always have to go the extreme path. Even just a small little decision in your life where you know that this is something you've always wanted to do. You know deep, 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 deep within. If you really ask yourself from deep within, you know that this will come up over and over and over again in your entire span of your life just because it's meant to be in your path. All you need to do is take that tiny little step instead of trying to silence that voice in the back of your head and in your heart because the thing is it'll keep coming back. So for me, what I've really learned by becoming more present and open, I'm still constantly learning um, information and knowledge that feels aligned with myself just by being open. So it just comes naturally. And that's why for me, what I've really learned, like this entire year has really been about surrendering to what is and what will come over and over again. And actually, instead of trying to silence it, going with it and seeing where it will take me, and, um, and yeah, and really allowing that feeling to sit with me. Mm. So 
there's so there were so many noises in my head that were like why you like you're so young like are you going to do this like it's dangerous and there's there's so many things and yes there's so many things about everything but in the end i knew that it was going to go now or in 10 years or in 5 years or in one year i know it's going to be part of my past so i might as well just do it now so i can teach and share sorry not teach share because i'm always a learner and instead of having the time in between where i was actually dwelling about the fact that i never made, made took that step when i could have like for me and you i feel we are both on the same journey but we're going in different we're doing it differently so i feel like the direction is the same i feel like you are going outwards as in like you're going out right into the world in order for you to come back to yourself right and i feel like i'm going inwards which I've never ever done so that I could go outwards again because my whole life I spent just going outwards and just going go 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 and I've not had the time to pause and go inwards so when you were describing that I just had this vision of you going outwards to go inwards to like really craft your identity and to know who you are and like what you stand for and for me it's not rushing outwards but to go inwards so that when i come out i'm a different person so exactly i feel like we're definitely on the same path just using a different method that's all but again like back to that point that you always make that we're more connected than you could ever imagine we all think that you know our feelings are unique you know only i am feeling this grief only i am feeling this fear like that's bullshit like civilization like china's been around for like 5000 years you really believe that what you feel not right now is really unique probably not like billions of people have gone before you and felt the same fear felt the same unworthiness felt the same scarcity mindset whatever it is they just existed in a different time and space whereas now we are existing in 2020 but that feeling is still the same and it's called the human spirit your feelings are not unique and because your feelings are not unique I feel there's such a huge opportunity for us to kind of go. You know what? Someone is going through this. Someone has gone through this. That that should bring people together and not divide them. Exactly. So in the end, you know, like all you have is the people around you that are sharing and going through life with you. It takes a certain um moment in your life to actually isolate to come back though. Like all the people in all religions and mythologies have gone through this um process called the rites of passage. Yes. So the person going out and actually isolating to come back that have forgotten their inner truth, their inner world, everything that always is just there and it is existent and present in this very moment. And it takes that that that's why courage and that's why my message to everybody today is to have the courage in yourself to do whatever you always wanted to do and to even if it's a small step just taking that step forward because you never ever ever could imagine that is your gift of this world being here in this life that step over and over and over again is your story and everyone has a story and have the courage to take that step because you want to write your own story that's why you're here we're all creators of our own life and it's all about coming back to making that decision for yourself and being aligned with your heart. So I'm really excited for all of you out there. You know what just know if you ever are 
feeling a lack of courage, there are many things I can help refer you to. So you can either talk to both of us. And um, other than that, like, I, I believe in you all as well, Teresa, whatever step you're taking, I believe in you too. And I believe in everyone out there that is following their heart. And that, that we, and I actually really feel like we need more people that are taking those steps. Absolutely. We really need more people to take the first steps and to lead. And yeah, you don't have to take a leap to get to step 10. All you need to do is to take that first baby step, which is step one. And that's it. And then everything else will just fall into place. And then you... Exactly. Oh my God. I am so excited for you, Naomi. Like, I kind of suspected that you were going to go to Brazil at some point. But when you said to me a few nights ago, you're like, oh, let's do the podcast episode because I'm going to leave Munich on Friday. Or today's already Wednesday. And I thought to myself, oh, I wonder where she's going. And then I remember you said you're going to leave Europe. I was like, okay, this girl is definitely not coming back to Asia. Like, <laughs> because there is connection, there's Wi-Fi connection in Asia. So it's definitely not Asia. So she could either be going to Africa or she's going to go to South America. And then, you know, I love that you're going to South America. <laughs> she could either be going to Africa or South America. I love Wait. it. Oh my gosh, my shipment is here. Exciting. I'll get to drink from a water filter, bacteria killing water. <laughs> Just before we go, when are you emerging out from the jungle? Like, do you have a love? It's a one-way ticket. <laughs> oh my God, even more exciting. <laughs> But I'm only allowed to stay in Brazil for 90 days. So I will be there for maximum two and a half months. Okay. Okay, well, let's let's say three months then. Let's say three yeah, months. maximum. Because Marshall has already been there for two weeks. So um, oh. it'll be maximum two and a half. Oh my God, I am very excited. I'm very excited for the relationship. I'm very excited for your adventure. But what I'm most excited about is the growth that you're going to be experiencing. Like you will come out of the jungle being who you really, really are. I don't think you're going to change per se, but I feel like you're going to remember who you are and you're going to be embracing and living the real you every single day. Thank you. And I'm so excited for you too. And I am so excited to hear your baby steps you've been taking during those two and a half months too. And we can reconnect and then check in with each other. Every time we check in though, it's always like a, a bomb <laughs> of, like, of like growth and life and love and yeah. light. <laughs> and, I, and I love that. And that's what, that's what growth is in three months time when I reconnect with you, that I would see, you know, you stepping and living you know, your life according to like what you stand for. And I'm sure you want this, the same for me too. I, I don't want to be yeah. the same person today as, you know, in three months time. Like there, when there's so much opportunities to grow and to be a better person, to add value, to contribute to the people around me. You're always opening up your mind even more and remembering that you are this infinite light being here on earth. Oh, <laughs> that's so nice. And I feel like you've not actually left Singapore. Well, okay, wait, correction. I feel like you've not actually left, left. But I feel like yeah. I just spoke to you yesterday. You know? Yeah, and I never will leave. <laughs> I mean, you, you cannot leave. <laughs> Attachment problems, you cannot leave. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> really. But yeah. Uh, I'm, thank I'm, you I'm, so much. Thank you so much for like taking the time and recording this with me and being on my like being on this journey with me and I'm so honored to be on this journey with you and I know even though physically I'm not going to be with you in the jungle and experiencing all that I feel like 
because we are connected in more ways than we ever know. I feel like whatever you are gleaning and whatever you're learning, somehow energetically, I'm also receiving a portion of that because our hearts are connected. Exactly. And, and it will always be that way. Oh, it will all, yeah, forever and ever. As I said, you can't leave me. So <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much. And anything you guys can all uh, follow my journey in three months. <laughs> I, go, I mean, I was going to say follow her Instagram, but you're not going to have any internet connection. So um, maybe check back on this podcast show in three months time. And we'll have a special two hour podcast feature. Then Naomi oh, I'm really podcast. excited. Maybe we would do like a video podcast thing you can show stuff. I don't know. Show I'm going to be, you're right when you said I'm going to be more me than ever. I'm really looking forward and I can't wait. I know it's going to be amazing until we see each other again. I love you so, so much. Thank you so much for your time. And listeners, thank you so much for listening in as well. I hope you got great value out of this episode. I know I, know I have. And it's almost midnight here. And I'm just so excited. Thank you, Naomi, for being on the show. I love you so, so much. And I'll see you again. Love you. Bye. Love you too. Bye. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in. And I hope you were inspired and got great value out of this episode. This podcast is very much yours as it is mine. If you have a personal story, you would be open to sharing or know of someone who does, drop me a message and let's connect. If you have enjoyed the show, hit the subscribe button, share it with a friend and follow me on Instagram at underscore the life uncommon for updates on new weekly episode drops. See you then.